when you do iskafia for the sitra you cause that Yikara the Kutcha Birichu, the glory of the Holy One, blessed be He, meaning the Abishter's presence, should rise Bechulu Olmin in all of the worlds. What does that mean that it should rise in all of the worlds? So, in order to understand this properly, we focus first on the idea of all the worlds, something that can take place in all the worlds simultaneously. Let's say, for example, you have a class, a curriculum, to explain the way that weather works. And you have this curriculum through many different grades, right? You have it first for preschool, then for elementary, then for middle school, then for high school, then for college classes, until you'll be able to graduate and become a... What are you able to become? Uh, a weatherman. A meteorologist. You could very confidently say that there's a chance of sun today and a chance of rain. (laughs) Because you've gotten all that schooling. And then scientists discover a certain chiddush, a certain novelty, a certain new way of understanding how weather works. And you want to introduce that to all of the classes. Right? (coughs) You can't introduce that novelty to all of the classes simultaneously. It's not going to work. You could introduce that novelty to preschool on a preschool level, to elementary school on an elementary school level, and so on and so forth. It needs to be tailored, tempered, to the level that it's applying to, right? It's obvious. We're speaking about Dalit Eilamais, four worlds. And we discussed those four worlds a little bit yesterday. I gave you two analogies over the course of the class yesterday for these four worlds. The first analogy was the process a person goes through. When he decides he wants a home, that's the essential desire for a home. Then he needs to deal with the spiritual aspect of that home, so to speak. In other words, the blueprint, the idea, how it's going to look, and so on and so forth. That's Atsilos. Then he has to start dealing with the materials. That's Bria. Then he has to start dealing with the actual forming of that home. That's Yitzira. Then he has to deal with the actual home. That's Asiya. <coughs> That's Asiya. He made the home. He made a home. That was one analogy. Another analogy that we discussed was my favorite analogy of the puppets. You have the gefilte fish puppet. And... On one level, the gefilte fish puppet is self-animated. Then you're able to recognize its source. Then, as you go farther and farther, you are able to actually see the source until um, all you see is the hand. 
right? That's Atsilus is where you just see the hand. Bria is where you have a transparent puppet. Yitzira is where you see where the puppet is coming from. And Asiya is where the puppet seems self-animated. But these four worlds are vastly different worlds. In the world of Atsilus, it's a world of pure godliness. Intense godliness. To the effect that in the world of Atsilus there aren't any angels. Angels are something that can exist only post-Tatsilus. Because at the end of the day, an angel has an identity. In Krishna we say, we want that Malach Michal should stand on our right and Malach Gavriel should stand on our left. They have a title, a name, an identity, a function. That's not Abishter. Atsilus is a world of pure godliness. Only God exists over there. Nothing but God exists over there. So in the world of Atsilus, you can't even have an angel. There's such intense and powerful godliness that nothing else can exist with even a separateness, like in the analogy, the hand, or in the other analogy, the blueprint, which it's all in my head. It's all what I perceive. It's all what I want. <coughs> now, of course, I'm thinking about the way that it's going to look, or my hand is acting like a puppet, but it's all about me. That's the world of Atsilos. And then, in the world of Bria, the concept of Yeshus is introduced. Yeshus means separateness. With, it's only in the world of Bria that that idea even starts. That you can even have a little bit of yeshos, a little bit of that entity. something separate, an entity which is separate of God. Then you go into the world of Yitzira, and that yeshos starts to become a little bit thicker. So in the world of Bria, you have angels, but those angels are holy and completely bottled to Hashem, similar to high ministers in a government that they have the closeness to the king and because they have that closeness to the king they don't feel like they're they have a separate agenda from the king theoretically corruption on that level should be more difficult i'm saying theoretically because unfortunately that doesn't always translate into reality but in concept corruption on that level should be more difficult because the bitl to the king should be far more felt, should be far more tangible, as opposed to as you get to lower levels of government where people think that I'm so far away and it's more about what I care about than what anyone else cares about and their corruption becomes a much bigger problem. And that's as you're devolving from Bria to Yetzira to Asiya, Ruchnis, the spiritual world of Asiya, to the physical world of Asiya. The bottom line is that we're speaking about levels that are extremely separate, extremely different from each other. So just like you can't introduce a curriculum on all grade levels at once, much more so you cannot introduce a Yekara de Kudshabirichu, a glory of Hashem, on so many different levels at once.
So we're starting now on the top of page 27. <coughs> um, how do these worlds exist in terms of physicality? Are they distance, like one's in America, one's in Australia on the other side, or they all merge? These worlds are all right here. Right. These worlds are different dimensions that exist. It's like different layers or levels of reality. So right here, there is what we're experiencing, which is the physical world of Asiya. There is a spiritual world of Asiya, which sometimes we get glimpses of. That's when you see something spiritual, something otherworldly, and we think, wow, that's unbelievable. All it is is the spiritual world of Asiya. It's just the very bottom of Seydesh Dalshalus. And then you go farther and farther as it becomes holier and holier, greater and greater, but the greater it is, the farther it is from us. And that's why we have in Tanakh, where people <clears throat> saw angels, and the sight of the angels is something that caused them to fall on their faces in awe and in fear, because they're seeing something, they're seeing a level of godliness which is so distant from them, and they cannot, in their current reality, perceive such a great level of godliness. The angel exists in a different world, in a different realm, in a different in a different dimension. And because it exists in such a different dimension, it cannot relate to the person here in this physical world, in this world of Yashus. Okay? Let's read inside. Again, the top of page 27 in your copies. This is what it says in all of the worlds. Hakavana, the intention is Almadrega Sa'ar on the level of light. Vuhu that it is Bhuhu Almad Bishava in all worlds equally. Now, in order to understand this concept of a light that's in all worlds equally, we have to introduce an t- two words. There's a word called seviv and a word called mimale. The word seviv is, the, the meaning of the word seviv is surrounding. It surrounds everything. It's seviv, it surrounds. And the meaning of the word mimale is it fills. So let's talk about seviv and mimale in the puppet show, okay? So in the puppet show, in a good puppet show, you have a hero, you have a villain, you have a um, uh, someone who's captured or endangered or whatever it might be. And so, what? The victim. The victim, thank you. You have a victim. You, you have a lot of different players inside of this puppet show. Now, the mimale energy of the puppeteer is different when he's in the villain, he's using one voice. When he's in the victim, he's using a second voice. When he's in the hero, he's using a third voice, etc. So the voice is different. The expression is different. The way that he talks through each one of these puppets is different. The message is different. When you're talking on a mimale level, it has to be different on each in, in each personality because otherwise you don't have the different personalities. But then you have the very fact that who is talking through each of these mouths 
through each of these puppets, who's expressing themselves? Just the puppeteer. That's the seviv. Now, it takes a thinking person to watch the puppet show, appreciate the memale, but not forget the seviv. Appreciate the individuality, appreciate the talent of the puppeteer in splitting himself up into all of these different puppets, etc., but not to forget that ultimately everything is the puppeteer talking. In the world, the same is true. You have memale and you have seviv. The memale <coughs> is the tremendous differences that exists throughout the world on so many different levels. I'm sorry, I should have made more copies yesterday. I'm going to make more copies for before tomorrow's class. It's okay. The memale is the different levels that exist as godliness is filling them. Asiya. So in the world of Asiya, you have so many different memales. Just for example, you have four categories in the world of Asiya itself. What are the four categories that you have in the world of Asiya? Asiya Gashmis, the physical world of Asiya. You have Daimim, Tzemeach, Chai, Medaber. What's that? Inanimate objects, plant life, animal life, and human life. Those are four general categories that exist inside of the world. And of course, within each single category, you have myriad levels and categories and so on and so forth. You have all sorts of different rocks. And a rock from my backyard is not the same as a rock in one of Ezra's rings. Halavai. I'd find a few, a, a few of my a few of Ezra's uh, diamonds in my backyard, but uh, in the meantime, I'm still trying, still digging. Um, so so the, you, you, there's so many different types of rocks, so many different types of plants, and so on and so forth, that each one has its own energy, its own life, its own reality. And that's just in our lower half of Asiya. Imagine as you're looking... The 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 say the histalshos is basically like an upside down pyramid, like a cone. That here, this is like the smallest world, the physical world of Asiya, and this smallest world, the physical world of Asiya, is a world that we still do not know its edges yet. We're discovering every single day new uh, new vistas to how far our universe reaches. And that's just the physical world of Asiya, which is the smallest part of the cone. So you could imagine as you're going farther and farther, the Mimale, when you're talking on a Mimale level, the Mimale is unbelievable. How big the Mimale is. As you climb higher and higher up, as you reach farther and farther, the Mimale is bigger and bigger and bigger. But then there is a save of energy. And that save of energy is the puppeteer. Or, in our sense, the Eibishter. And the Eibishter is everywhere. Hashem is here. We said yesterday already. Hashem is here. Hashem is there. Up, up, down, down. Right, left, and all around. It's the same Hashem. It doesn't matter how high you're going to go. 
in Seder Hishtalshus, or how low you're going to go in Seder Hishtalshus. Like it says later in Basilagani, as high as you go and as low as you go, the Seviv is the same. It's the same Abishter everywhere. So the point that we're going to be building over here is we're going to show how different the four worlds are. And because the four worlds are so different, therefore, on a Mimali level, it's impossible to say that something is happening in all the worlds simultaneously because it's impossible for a Mimali thing to occur, for something to occur on a Mimali level simultaneously from one extreme to the other extreme because it's going to be very different in preschool where it's just a nursery rhyme to graduate school where it's a whole complicated subject. Right? It has to be different. If it's not going to be different, then you're just destroying the whole Seder Ishtalshlus. You're destroying all the different realms. So if you're saying that something is occurring in all the world simultaneously, it has to be Seviv, it cannot be Mimali. That idea is clear? That's what we're going to be building now. Um, does Mimali Kalalman have, uh, like, a Midah? Are there Midahs associated with Mimali Kalalman? Of course. Okay. The, the Midas are part of Mimali. Okay. In each world, you have the different Midas, you have the different levels of Seichel, and so on and so forth, the ten spheres in each world, which is, again, the ten spheres themselves are split up into ten levels, and each of those levels are split up into myriad levels. So once you start thinking about the vastness of Seder Shtalshlus, it just stretches on and on, beyond our capacity to be able to understand, but that's all Mimali. Right. That's all Mamali. So we And so we can understand that we it's revealed at different levels in different worlds? Or how would you say it? can't be different in different worlds. If Saviv is different in different worlds, that means that you don't have the same puppeteer. The puppeteer is the same in each and every puppet. So you feel so the same in every world. It has to feel the same in every world. It needs to feel the same in every world because it's the puppeteer. And you're appreciating that ultimately the villain is speaking from him in order to convey a message from him, just like the hero and the victim and all of the other players are also there in order to convey a message from him. So just uh, in a point of clarification, the Malay is kind of representative of all of the different things within the world that Hashem is making up in the way that he's revealing himself in this specific world, as opposed to Seveb, which is like kind of reminiscent of kingship in the fact that Hashem, even though in all the worlds, all the things, the physical or spiritual things are different, they're all coming from the same source and being controlled from the same point. Right. Are we we speaking on the level of Ratzon, where we're saying that the Saviv is is that the the will? Ratzon is something which is Saviv, but no, we're speaking deeper than Ratzon. Ratzon is something which is Saviv. But there's an external part to save it and an internal part to save it. Let's read again. I'll start from the beginning of the top of page 27. When we say in all of the worlds, our intention is on the level of light, which is in all the worlds equally. That is the light which surrounds all of the worlds. That it shines in all of the worlds equally. 
equally, <coughs> the same. It has to be the same in all of the worlds. Because if it's not the same in all of the worlds, it's not Seviv. As soon as there's differentiation in it, it's Memale. And Memale is what we usually relate to because we are people who connect to things that have a certain presentation, a certain voice, a certain inflection, a certain um, uh, size, shape, color, and so on and so forth. We relate to externalities. We relate to Mimale, but Seviv is undifferentiable. We try, whenever we look at things, we try to box them into a certain category. We try to differentiate between them. We try to see how they're separate from something else. Otherwise, we just get completely confused with everything. Everything seems the same to us. The Ba'ilamais in the worlds, in the worlds, Yahare Yashri Luke Madregis, there are different levels. The Aine Daima Ailamais Alyanam Lailamais Tahtainam. The higher worlds are not similar to the lower worlds. The Ba'ilamaisal Yainam in the higher worlds, Mayor Ha'ar Bigiloi, the light shines in a revealed way. And in the lower worlds, the light does not shine in a revealed way so much. And there are such worlds that the light is completely concealed. That the light is completely concealed. So in the higher worlds, what do you see? You see godliness. What do you see in the world of Atsilos? Just God's hand, so to speak. What do you see in the world of Bria? A transparent puppet. What do you see in the world of Yitzira? You see the arm of God sticking out. What do you see in the world of Asiya? Just cookies. Just cookies. And where is the godliness inside of those cookies? The godliness, you, you got a god. <laughs> no. It's not the cream filling. <laughs> That's a big mistake. Where is the godliness inside of the world of 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 Asiya? You have to find it. You have to bring it out. You have to reveal it. So there are in on the Mamale level, there are many different levels. If you're looking at it from a mamale dimension, there are many different levels. Chiluke madregas, there are many different levels. Ukumesha Kosov, as it says in the verse, it says, Af yadi yasta aretz vimini Hashem says through the Navi, he says, My hand founded the earth, and my right hand spanned the heavens. So the my mercies in this, based on the Medrash, which we're about to quote, varied levels in Hashem's revelation in creating the worlds. Because the hand, in contrast to the right hand, is a reference to the left hand. The left hand is much less revelation. The right hand is where you hug a person. The left hand is where you push someone away. So the right hand is closeness, revelation. The left hand is concealment. The heavens is a place where there is revealed godliness. The earth 
is a place where godliness is completely concealed. As it says in the Medrash, Medrash not to Yemina Hashem stretched out his right hand, and with his right hand, so to speak, he created the heavens, and he stretched out his left hand, and with his left hand, so to speak, he created the earth. And it's known, the right hand indicates, implies more revelation and more light. So there are two aspects over here which it's important to focus on. In the higher worlds, there's more light, and in the higher worlds, there's more revelation. In other words, that light is more revealed. Here, in these lower worlds, you have less light, and not only is there less light, that light itself is more layered with concealment. There's more concealment which is hiding it and preventing me from being able to perceive it. So this is the meaning of <coughs> and again we're speaking on a Mimali level. Hashem created the heavens with his right hand. The Shamayim Hakavana because Shamayim the intention is the Ailamaisalyanim, the higher worlds. Sham Hagilibchinasimin. Over there the revelation is on a level of right. Shahu Ha'ar, which is a revelation of Hashem's light in the higher worlds. What are the higher worlds about? Remember I told you yesterday, what's Ganeiden? Ganeiden is a place where godliness is revealed. That's Ganeiden. Ganeiden is a place where you're able to experience godliness. And the light itself is more revealed. So first of all, there's more light in Ganeiden. Over here, there's like a trickle. A tiny, really, there's a tiny trickle of light. A tiny trickle. And that tiny trickle, it's covered over. You have to go and find it and quench your thirst with that tiny trickle of light. But you go to Ganeiden. Why is it Ganeiden? Why do you feel that ah of being in Ganeiden? Because there's so much light, at least compared to our world, and it's so revealed, and it's just so gishmak. It's so geschmack to be over there, quelling, basking in the light of Ganeiden. That's the beauty of Ganeiden. That's the geschmack of Ganeiden. And when we say Eretz, the intention is the lower worlds, they come from the left hand of Hashem, that the light is not so revealed. So again, there's less light, and the light is more concealed. And now we're going to demonstrate this through zeroing in on Atsilus <coughs> and describing a little bit more about the world of Atsilus, the world which we compared to the hand without the puppets, and understanding <coughs> how far, how distant Atsilus is from us. David. Uh, yeah. uh, I have a question. Very weird. Is, where is Ganeiden? Where is Ganeiden? No, because we're explaining. Um, <clears throat> here it said that the idea that Hashem went to a higher realm, uh, which uh, it became more concealed. Everything is started with the sin of the <clears throat> the as as that. So, so let, let me answer your question briefly now, okay? Okay. Where is Ganeiden? So there definitely is a place somewhere on the map. Maybe where you could find Ganeiden, but Ganeiden, like I said earlier, with regard to the four worlds, it's a dimension. 
And I'll prove it to you. We know that when Yaakov Avinu entered into his father Yitzchak, it says, Vayarech Esreach Begadav, that Yitzchak smelled the smell, the, 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 the aroma. aroma of his clothing. Is the yeshiva bacher. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> he, he, smelled, he smelled the aroma of his clothing. And the Rashi says, what does that mean? That um, he smelled the, the aroma of Ganeidan. Nichnas imayroch Ganeidan. In other words, that Yaakov Avinu represented Ganeidan. Yaakov Avinu was on the level of Ganeidan. And when Yaakov Avinu walked into the room, Ganeidan walked in with him, so to speak. And Yitzchak was familiar with Ganeidan because he spent some time there. And therefore, he was able to immediately discern, ah, uh-uh, this is, I, I recognize this aroma. This is the aroma of Ganeidan. So you see that Ganeidan is a dimension, it's a level. Um, um, this sounds like the complete opposite of Dir Betachin. That the, the concept would be that there is a, a greater revelation of God. There's a greater presence of God in this year. It's simply just not revealed. Absolutely. If you're looking on a mimale level, Dirbetachtainim does not make sense. Dirbetachtainim is saviv. And this is what we're about to explain. If you're looking on a mimale level, so why do you want to be here? You want to be higher. You don't want to be here, you want to be higher. But the truth is, in the language of Basil Gani Tafshin Yudalif, the truth is, that Atsilus, as great as Atsilus is, when Hashem looks at Atsilus, Hashem says, I don't want to be there. Over there, it's just a hand. I want to be a place where it's me, not a hand. I want to be a place where I'm expressing. Where am I going to be expressed? So in Atsilus, it's very difficult to find Hashem in Hashem's essence. It's specifically here in this world because the light is so concealed inside of the cookies, because the light is so concealed inside of the cookies, it's specifically inside of this world that we're able to make a dirbetachtenim, which is what Basil Ghani is all about. So, so this 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 whole thing that we're, that the Friedrichar is talking about, this is Friedrichar is talking about, is in regards to Mamalik Alman as of right now. Correct. And Sivikalman. Correct. We're going to discuss how <coughs> this Askafia which causes the istalic is about seviv, and since it's about seviv, therefore, that's the Rebbe Um So, we just read about the difference between the right hand and the left hand, and what it means for revelation. I was wondering if it has any relation to what we read yesterday in the Chumash, which was talking about that Yaakov... It definitely has a relation, but it's it's off topic. Okay, weiter. Kiyadua ha-hefish is good. It's known the difference between the four worlds. The Ksiv, it says in the verse, and this is a verse that contains all of the four worlds in it. It says, Everything that's called in my name and in my honor, Berasiv, I created it, that's clearly the world of Bria. Yitzartiv, I formed it, that's clearly the world of Yitzira. Afasisiv, I also made it, that's clearly the world of Asiya. So that means is referring to the world of Atsilus. Shmi and Kvedi, my name, my honor, is something which is part of me. And that's the world of Atsilus. 
The world of Atsilas is not a berasiv, something which is created, certainly not a yitzartiv and an asisiv. And you see, by the way, by asisiv it has an af. Af asisiv, I also made it, right? That af is a separation, because asiya is separate even from the worlds of Bria and Yisira, especially the physical world of asiya. But Atsilus is something else entirely. Atsilus is Kalanikri Bishvi Ulukhvedi. Shaheim Dalidailumis, this Pasuk connotes the four worlds Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. And the uh, the Fridh Karabba says over here in the Maimer, Baze in this world, meaning, for example, in the world of Atsilus, Ha'ar Ain oh, oh I'm sorry. <coughs> yeah, okay, we'll say. <coughs> The light, the way that it is in the world of Atsilus, Ha'ar Einay Kameshu Ba'atsilus. The light is not the way it is in Atsilus, Kameshu Ba'atsilus. The way that it is in Ba'atsilus. The light in Ba'atsilus is very different than it is in the world of Atsilus. So you can't say that something is happening simultaneously in all of the worlds because it's a whole different world. And you can't have the same light because if you had the light of Atsilus in the world of Asiya, what would you have? What would you have? Explosion. You'd have Atsilos in Asiya. <laughs> right? Then Asiya wouldn't be Asiya anymore, it would be Atsilos. If you're going to take the light of Atsilos and transplant it to the world of Asiya, then Atsiya is not going to be Asiya anymore, it's going to be Atsilos. In order that Atsilos should be Atsilos, it's like if you take the voice of the villain and transplant it into the hero, then the hero is going to become a villain. <laughs> you're going to have a confusing puppet show. He has to keep the voices separate. If he doesn't keep the voices separate, then you don't know who's who anymore. And now we're explaining a little bit what the world of Atsilus is. Atsilus is a level of Giloy HaHelem, revealing that which is concealed. <coughs> and that's also implied in the name, the word Atsilus. Atsilus Milshain Etzloi. The word Atsilus comes from the word Eitzel. Eitzel means near. Because Atsilus is an extension of Hashem. In other words, so again, in the analogy, I'm sorry for coming back to the analogy so much, but it seems to fit. In the analogy, the hand, the hand is the extension of the person. Now, even though it's the hand talking instead of the person talking, but it's the person's hand. It's etzlei v'samachlei. It's part of him. Like shmi ankvedi, like we're going to say, is hamayuchid biadayin. It's part of the person. V'chem perish atzilus. This is also the meaning of the word atzilus, milshain. Ha'atzala. It changes the word on the bottom from ha'atzala to ha'atzala v'hafrasha. What's ha'atzala v'hafrasha? So, what's before the world of atzilus? What exists before the world of atzilus? Anybody? What? What's 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 before it? What's before the world of itself? Or inside infinite, right? So you have infinite. What's infinite over there? Everything is infinite. You have infinite cookie, right? So if you have a cookie here, so this cookie is a hatsalava frasha, a very, very, very I don't know, you can't say the word tiny when you're extracting finite from infinite, but a very tiny separation from a slice of the infinite cookie to the cookie you have here below. So that's the lotion of Hatzal of Afrasha. That means that as opposed to the world of Bria, what does the word Bria, word Bria mean? The word Bria means 
creation. That means you're starting something From new, yeah. something different. The word the world of Atsilus is not something new. It's still an extension of godliness. Because Atsilus despite it being. It's an important word. Despite it being a level of world, despite it being a world, but in general, really it's just an extension of the infinite. It's just a finite extension of the infinite. That's basically what Atsilus is. Atsilus is we went into the infinite and we said, okay, we're going to cut a slice of finite out of the infinite. And because Hashem's infinite is true infinite, what's true infinite? Just very briefly, without getting into it, fake infinite is just infinite. And there's no finite inside of that infinite. True infinite, true infinite is really infinite. And if it's really infinite, then there has to be finite inside of it as well, because if there's no finite inside of it, then it's not really infinite. You understand? If there's no finite inside of the infinite, it's not really infinite. Uh, let me explain. You could have dollars, right? How many dollars do you have? I have negative seven. Um, so that's a finite amount of dollars, yeah, right? So I have seven dollars. You have infinite dollars, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have one day. Infinite dollars, Bezos Hashem. The truth is, I'm not sure if Tankum uh, got me a... Mega millions ticket last night. I don't know if I won. Um, so maybe I have closer to infinite. Is 500 million any closer to infinite than one? No, not at all. Not even, not even, no, no, no. Not mathematically, it's not even a drop closer. If you're talking about infinite, infinite is not infinite dollars. Because infinite dollars is still finite. Because you're still talking about infinite dollars. If you're talking about infinite, you're talking about infinite something which is infinite. Dollars are not infinite. Dollars can't be infinite. So when you're talking about infinite, you're talking about something which is truly infinite. Now, within infinite, there's two levels of infinite. There's an infinite which is not finite, and that's the translation of the word infinite. Infinite means not finite. But then you have true infinity. So speak, speak, tell me. You have a question? <laughs> then you have true infinite. I want questions from you. I, I don't have any questions. <laughs> That's a very high level. And the world of Atsilus, less Taman Shum Kushya. You are already living in the world of Atsilus. It says, it says in Kabbalah about the world of Atsilus, there's no questions there. <laughs> the wor- questions start in the world of Bria. So if you have no questions, it means you're living in the world of Atsilus. <laughs> That's what it says in Kabbalah. Less Taman Kushya. There's no questions there. Um, so. So the, the, the true infinite has finite inside of it as well. What does it mean it has finite inside of it as well? It means that you could cut a slice of finite out of the infinite. So that's three levels of infinite that I just told you. I'm mixing you up. I myself, uh, my father-in-law is here in town. He's a mathematician. Over Shabbos, you'll ask him about infinite and what infinite is. <laughs> but getting back to... Getting back to Atsilus, Atsilus is basically a slice of finite taken from God's infinity. That's what Atsilus is. 
Atzilus is taking the infinite our insights and cutting a little slice of finite out of it. And therefore, despite even though it's a, a world, and world means concealment, <coughs> in general, it's included in the worlds of Ein Saif, as opposed to Bria. Bria is the beginning of existence. Bria is the beginning of Yesh. Me'ayin, something from nothing. V'zehu, and this is the meaning of kalanikra b'shmi'u We said that these words of the Pasuk, kalanikra b'shmi'u everything that's called in my name and in my honor, those words are words that reflect, that refer to the world of Atsilus. The shmi'u my name, my honor, who hamiyuchod biadayin. That's that which is still one with me. Shakoi al oilam Atsilus, it's referring to the world of Atsilus, Shahu Ailam Hayichud Vahiskalulus, because the world of Atsilus is a world of oneness, of inclusiveness. Why is it a world of oneness and inclusiveness? Because Shahar Sham Agila, because the light over there is on the ultimate revelation. And since the light over there is the ultimate revelation, everything is felt. How it's part of Hashem Echad, how it's part of the oneness of Hashem. Nothing feels separate. There is no Yashus over there, I told you earlier. Because there is no Yashus in the world of Atsilus, it's a world of Achdos, of Yichud, of oneness. The and this is not similar at all. The way that this light is in the worlds of Bria Yitzira Nasiya and Ubriya Yitzira Asiya Atman, the worlds of Bria Yitzira Asiya themselves, Yashchilukim Adregis Behagiloy Iris. There are varied levels, many varied levels in the revelation of the lights. Even when you're going down into these worlds, there's still vast differences. So you can't have a light which shines in all of them equally, which is the point that we made in the very beginning of class. Um, however, this is all when we're discussing the Mimale level, remember. On the Mimale level, the villain sounds different than the, the hero. That's all on the level of but the light which is higher than having any connection to the worlds. That's the level of the that it comes on a level of that it surrounds the worlds. It shines in all of the worlds equally. This is the meaning of in all of the worlds. That means that this light, the way that it comes down, is in all of the worlds equally. When we're talking about Seviv, the identity of the puppeteer the identity of the puppeteer is equal in the villain, in the hero, in the victim, and in any character which he's going to be depicting. The bottom line is it's the same puppeteer behind all of them. And it's the same Abishter inside of all of the worlds. And how do you recognize that there's an Abishter here inside of this world? When you have a cookie. <laughs> and what does the cookie say? The cookie says, eat me 
eat me. And you say, why? Why should I eat you? What connection do you have to me? So the cookie says, I'm going to give you pleasure. And you say, and pleasure why do I need this pleasure? What am I going to do with this pleasure? And the cookie goes to respond to you, what do you mean? Isn't your whole raison d'etre, isn't your whole purpose of existence because you should experience pleasure? Isn't that why you're here? And you're going to say, no, no, no. I don't exist here so I should experience pleasure. I exist here so that I should reveal godliness. In other words, you take the reins into your hand and you don't allow the horse to go wherever it wants to go. And you show that the horse is only there to drive its rider, to bring its rider somewhere. And if the horse is not accomplishing its mission, it's not achieving any purpose. Now, if you see the arm of the puppeteer sticking through, certainly if you have a transparent puppet, certainly if you don't have a puppet at all and all you have is the hand of the puppeteer, to accomplish this is not such a big deal. Because it's much clearer that it's the puppeteer talking. But when you have Big Bird, right, who's prancing around and singing all sorts of songs, and you say, you know, Big Bird is not really a self-animated creature. Big Bird is animated by something inside. (laughs) Big Bird is animated by something inside. Did you know that? You saw the picture of Santa Claus putting on tefillin? Yes. <laughs> you reveal his true identity. You reveal, you tap into his, who is he really? Is he this? He's not Santa Claus. He's not Santa Claus. He's certainly Santa Claus <coughs> doesn't exist. I, I looked outside in my backyard and there were no, there, there were no gifts under my tree. <coughs> I was good this year. Um <laughs> There, there's there's something inside, and tapping into the inside, that's tapping into the seviv. That's iskafia. Iskafia means bend over the concealment so that the light can shine through, so that the identity can shine through, as we discussed yesterday. So, kad iskafia sitra achra. When you do iskafia to the sitra achra, what are you revealing? You're revealing the essence of Hashem. The soivev, not the memale. You're not connecting to a higher level of memale because that's just destroying seydeh shtoshos. That's making asiyah and tatsilos as we discussed. What are you revealing? You're revealing seivev. You're revealing the essence. And I... The essence, your own essence, which is connected to the essence of Hashem. Your own essence is the neshama, which is inside of you. And that's connected. That's a chilek aleikami mal mamish. That's a piece of Hashem. So you're connecting to Hashem. Just... Right. So, 
a, a way of bringing this, making this tangible, is if you walk into a Jewish home on Friday night, yeah? What do you have over there? Let, let's start with if you walk into a bar on Friday night. <laughs> okay, so you walk into a bar on Friday night, what do you have in the bar? You have alcohol. You have singing. You have um, uh, food. You have twinkling lights, right? Etc. And the aura from all of these ingredients, what type of atmosphere is created? One which is not quite holy. It's not a holy environment. It's not a place where you feel godliness. Right? How about if you walk into a Jewish home on Friday night? What do you have over there? Alcohol. Right? Mm-hmm. Kiddush. You have singing. Shalom Aleichem. What you have Light. the twinkling lights, the Shabbos candles. You have food. And what type of aura, what type of atmosphere do you have in the Jewish home on Friday nights? So spiritual, so holy, so beautiful. It all depends on the intention. It depends on the iskafia. It depends on the iskafia. In the bar, there's the opposite of iskafia. There's letting the horse run wild. And in the Jewish home, there's a skafia. There's controlling and directing and channeling the godliness into these ingredients directly. And that reveals the identity of everything, the identity of godliness. Our job here in this world is to make this world a garden for Hashem. The world appears like a jungle. What's the difference between a jungle and a garden? Mm. In a jungle, things are untamed. And in a garden, things are manicured. They're very specifically guided and directed and set up in a very specific way so that you can use, you can appreciate everything. It's the same things in the jungle and in the garden. It's just whether it's cared for and directed or not. That means if there's a skafia. Where there's a skafia, you have a basi ligani lignuni lemakim shayi And where there's no skafia, you have a jungle. Let's read inside <coughs> till the end of Ais Aleph so that we could finish Perak Aleph, the first chapter of this Mimer today. Amnam, however, in order to draw down this light in all of the worlds, who al It's through the aveda of refinement, the aveda that we spoke about earlier. Through iskafia and iskafia. Again, iskafia is where you have to pull the reins and direct them in the direction you want to go. Ishabcha is where you completely transform it so that it is no longer something separate. Vizehu, and this is the meaning of kadiskafia sitra achra. When you do iskafia to the sitra achra, meaning kasher poyel bavei dasay liyes iskafia sitra achra v'sabcha chashaykel When you accomplish 
through your Aveda that there should be an Eskafya of the Sitra Achra and a transformation of the darkness into light, transforming the darkness into light, the advantage of light comes specifically from darkness. Now, just very briefly, in the advantage of light from darkness are many levels that could be explained, five specific levels that we could go through. But I'm just going to go through a few of them. There's the advantage of light from darkness. That means that light is greater than darkness. Well, duh. That's obvious, right? There is the advantage of light from darkness that means that after darkness you appreciate light more. That means if I were to shut off the lights now and then turn them on, you would appreciate the light so much more than when you're just sitting in a light room. Okay, that's nice, but that's not that's not from the darkness, it's because of the darkness. What's the Yisrael Ha'ar? That's the advantage of light that comes from darkness. That means when darkness is transformed into light. Because when you take darkness, this is dark, and you transform this into light, then you have the greatest light. Like I said earlier, if you're going to take in the world of Asiya Gashmis, in this physical world of Asiya, if you're going to take a Mishnah in this physical world of Asiya, and you're going to transform that in a way that you're able to see the godliness inside of that cookie, that reveals God's essence in a so much deeper way than in the world of Atsilos. Atsilos is a Yerida Me'er Panav Yisbarach. Atsilos is a distant thing, a, a downgrade for Hashem. Hashem doesn't want to go to Atsilos. Atsilos is a downgrade for Hashem. I told you recently, the lady who said that, um, uh, I don't know why my husband is so angry at me. She was telling her friend, she said, since I married him, I made him into a millionaire. I don't know why he's so upset with me. So her friend said, maybe it's because before you married him, he was a billionaire. (laughs) So being a millionaire is only good if you're coming from my position to a millionaire. But if you're coming from God's position to a millionaire, that's not so great. So it's, it's Atsilus is a Yerida, it's a descent, but this world where it's complete darkness and you transform the darkness into light over there, you're revealing Hashem's essence. That means when you transform the darkness into light, there is an advantage to the light. That light is a light which is infinite. The light which you're going to connect to when you recognize the puppeteer in the villain is a much greater light than the light that you recognize when you recognize the puppeteer in the hero. Usually in the hero, the puppeteer uses a, a voice which is closest to his own voice, right? In the other characters, he changes his voice. In the villain, he changes his voice the most because he sees the villain as the farthest from him, and therefore he's concealing himself in the villain the most. If you're able to recognize the puppeteer and the villain, then you're recognizing the essence of the puppeteer as opposed to the projected puppeteer that he's putting inside of the hero. That's the difference between recognizing God here in the world of Asiya through Iskafya and Eshapcha, 
than recognizing God in Atsilos or even Bria or Yetzira. The light is drawn down here in this world in such a way that it's in all of the worlds equally because the puppeteer that is inside of the villain is indeed the essence of the puppeteer who is everywhere equally. And this is the meaning of that when you do Iskafia to the Sitra to the darkness, to the Klippa, this causes that there is the revelation of the light in all of the worlds. That means the level of light, as we said earlier, that we draw down the light which surrounds the worlds, not the light which fills the worlds, not the Memale, but the Sevev. In other words, the essence, the identity of God here in this world, through Iskafia and Isabcha, we're able to connect to God's essence. And when Hashem created the world, He created it for His essence to have a dwelling place with Tachtenim. And the essence you connect to so much more here than in Gan Eden. In Gan Eden, what do you bask in? Elikus, godliness. God's light. You bask in godliness. What do you bask in here in this world? In God. In God, not in godliness, in God. And that light shines below, inside of the cookie, just like it does above. This is the meaning of make for me a mikdash, and I will dwell in you inside of every single individual. Through the Aveda, in in a way of iskafia and through this aveda that we have to have here in this world you cause an, an increase in light in other words the light that you have in the hero at the end of the day is a limited light it's a projected light it's a filtered light but the light that you have in the villain the light that you have in this world the light that you have in asiya gashmis in the physical world of asiya that's the essence of hashem's light that's the essence of Hashem's identity so when you eat a cookie with a bracha beforehand and afters and doesn't have to be a cookie it could be a carrot or a banana um you could stick to healthier foods also but uh, when you eat a food or when you use your telephone and or or you Sleep on your bed, but you sleep on it in a way of escaping asapcha, in a proper way, in a way which is directed, <coughs> the way that it's supposed to be directed, that causes yisr and ha'ar, that causes advantage to light, and this causes that you reveal the that there shines the light of seviv. Just quickly, the kitzer, the summary, the main presence of Hashem is here below, not in any of the higher worlds. The objective of the world's creation is that there should be a dwelling place below. And this is accomplished. How? Through the Aveda of That's what reveals Hashem's essence as opposed to just basking in godliness and Ganeidin. This is now the world equally. Can you, is Iskafia possible? Is Iskafia possible in Yitzhia Bria? Is Iskafia possible in Bria Yitzhia and Asiya? Yeah. Um, no, 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 just Bria Yitzhia. Iskafia is possible, but n- not to the same degree. Not in the same way. Because ultimately there is revelation. And because there's revelation, it's so much dif- more difficult to have Iskafia. Did he yada da yada da? Hey.